Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. What is going on, one and all? Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, depending upon where you find yourself watching us this fine day. My name is Andrew Jupin. This is On Screen Live. Uh, we're going to get right to it. we got a lot to get to today. we got a lot, lot, lot to get to today. Happy uh, Monday after St. Patrick's Day. Uh, let's see. we got some folks here who are going to help me do the box office numbers, talk about what we've been seeing this weekend. You know them. You love them. Let's bring in our first guy, Mr. Eric Siska. Oh, yes. I'm very helpful. I definitely help with all the numbers. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm here. Crunching those numbers, dude. Oh, yeah. Crunch them. And joining us also today, you know him also and you love him. Well, <laughs> Steven Sadak. Yeah, you love him. Yeah, you love, you love him. him. You love him. You Here's Steven Sadak. Shazam. Hi, everybody. Whoa. How's it going? Little oh, magic trick there. So, I were said, you just a wow. little boy? And I was. Like, I was a little boy. No, I was actually a 21-year-old man, and then I turned into a 40-year-old man, which is what <laughs> happens in that movie. So, is that what happens in that movie? That is what, because they waited too long. I mean, we'll right. we get into all of it. Okay, they used sure. the original kid from the first movie, and exactly. now that kid's, like, way big and weird. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the move that the Harry Potter folks figured out. You get those kids, you lock them in a studio for nine years, and you make those fucking movies. Yeah. In and out, dude. That is mm -hmm. absolutely right. You know what? No, like, waiting around. You fucking make them movies. Because this kid, like, he's supposed to be, like, 17. He's got, like, a bad fucking mustache going on almost. <laughs> like, real sinister fucking shit here. Uh, but before we get into all that, of course, folks, you may not know. Uh, but we got a tour coming up. We do. And, right? uh, we got to go over some dates here, including we'll leave it for last. We have a new date to announce. But first up, of course, uh, we are going to be talking Star Trek Four. 
Yeah. The voyage oh, home. I cannot um, wait to talk Star Trek in the home of Star Trek. That's, that's right, man. We're going to be at Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco. My the, word. Is this the movie that establishes the San Francisco connection? I, we'll, have to, we'll have to look that up. Um, oh, that's interesting. I'm not sure if it's mentioned in the movie's before, before this, yeah. I don't think I don't think they were fucking around with it on the show, were they? Is it on motion picture? Yeah, maybe. Well, well, I'll, I'll look oh yeah, I have two months to figure that out. It now that I'm thinking about it, it's <laughs> it's yeah, it's at least definitely mentioned in motion picture because oh, okay. if you guys recall, Kirk totally fucking sends that Vulcan science officer to his death by being like, "Hey, meet me on the Enterprise at this time, not when you were going to go, but transport when I tell you to," and that's the dude who gets. He eats shit in the sabak or whatever, yes. whichever, yeah. whichever you, the others Vulcan. Yeah, yeah. You see the lobby there. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Spork, um, <laughs> whoever he was. <laughs> uh, and then uh, just a few days later, we are going to be riding the rail south to one of our favorite places to play. Man, we will be in Los Angeles yeah. talking twins. Mm. Back at the Hollywood Improv. That's man. right. Look at them. They're so happy, leaning up against each other, and you <laughs> will be too in line for this show. That's right. Those tickets are going fast, by the way. We always uh, we always find out that Los Angeles is a place that likes to have us at a show. Yes. So, you know, maybe we get to do that again. You want to move. Want to move on those guys. Yeah. Move them gonna, ticks. You need to get those tickets now or your life is in peril. WHMpodcast.com <laughs> slash tour. That's mm. right. Uh, and now just announcing today, the listing just went up on their website today. This is a, a real, real cool thing we're going to be doing over the summer. Uh, let's see. It's June the 15th. We are going to be at the State Theater in beautiful Brunswick, uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey, of course, uh, doing a special We Love Movies live recording, which we don't do often, uh, for uh, one of our fave films, The Birdcage, uh, the Mike Nichols Birdcage. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun because this is indeed, folks, uh, a pride event for New Jersey Pride. Uh, we'll be, the, be there doing this show, but all the proceeds are going back to the State Theater. They do um, a ton of great work uh, getting, like, you know, groups of LGBTQ youth to come to their theaters, see the programs that they have going on. Uh, they do a lot of great work there. We are super thrilled to be uh, in New Brunswick to talk about this fucking funny movie, do a WLM for once yeah. live, heaven forbid. Well, I mean, Star Trek Four maybe as well. But well, I'm very you know. excited that, you know, this is a pride event and this is a charity event and we are, are not getting anything out of this. It's going entirely to this charity and i I'm, I'm very stoked about that yeah i'm gonna lose like train fare which is gonna <laughs> yeah. be so i i'm i'm already in the red so that's mm -hmm. sure but yep. yeah for a great cause like this and for a great movie and for a great night yeah totally i'll, I'll drop the nine bucks fun. yeah you, nine buy, you buy a train ticket and suddenly kids can have you know have have access to these facilities and do all this shit it's worth <laughs> that's it that's right you buy the ticket I'm gonna buy. The, I'm gonna buy the ticket. I'm saving up now. I'm uh, but whmpodcast.com. Uh, click on tour. I think there's also like a pop up box that'll take you to tour. There is an easy ass way to find tickets for our live shows, folks, and mm -hmm. that is our website whmpodcast.com. So that's it, folks. That's the the big update. Uh, really cool state theater, New Jersey. Uh, New Brunswick is a great fucking town. Spent a lot of time in New Brunswick. Um, yeah, if you're if you're like Philly adjacent, if you're sure. coming from the city, from New York, sure, from where mm -hmm. I'm at, Jersey Pennsylvania city. Hill folk, come on yeah, through. Exactly. Oh yes, we want the Hill folk, man, for sure. <laughs> I, I love them. <laughs> oh yeah, um, and I just checked. You yeah. do not have to be gay to buy a ticket. I just I That's triple true. checked. <laughs> 
Of course not. I know. I'm just having fun. Oh, man. So 6.15. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's been a long time since I've uh, seen The Birdcage, too. So that'll be yes, nice. Same. Totally. Nice little rewatch there. Uh, all right, guys. We've got a lot to get to today. First up, though, we got to run the numbers. This is Highest Gross. Okay. No, uh, no surprise that this keeps falling down like people in my neighborhood on St. Patrick's Day night. Quantum mania. Wow. Yep. Wow. <laughs> but fifth yeah. place. That is. I mean, it's been a you know however a month or whatever, but yeah, a little over a, a month. What a poor month that has been. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, they promised things would shrink. <laughs> I mean, there could be no more ironic fucking movie to tank like this than a movie where the characters just keep getting smaller. Uh, yeah, four mil, man, four mil. Uh, not great. Uh, fourth place this week in the top five. Uh, something we'll be getting to a little bit here later in the show because a few of us saw it over the weekend. 65, Ooh. man. Ooh, yeah. He's, he's hanging out with dinosaurs. Uh, sure yes. is. Another almost six mil for week two. Yeah, it's six tank town. 65 could have been a good title for that Marlowe movie you guys liked as, as well. That's just how old <laughs> you'd want to be. Right. That's actually true. You have to be 65 <laughs> to buy a ticket. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the legal limit. Uh, <laughs> minimum, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, man. So here we go. Week two for 65. And guess what, man? They didn't even gross enough to cover the fucking Super Bowl commercial they bought, which was $6.5 million. Ish. <sighs> you know, this I mean, is I, this business, folks. This is this business. It's all gambling. I'm I'm interested to hear what you two say about it. This will uh, decide whether or not I stream this movie in about a month and a half, uh, <laughs> yep. which I probably will. I probably I, will. dude. I feel like month and a half is uh, playing it pretty safe with that yeah. cushion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now this is an interesting thing. In third place, Creed three in its third week. Uh, very weird how that sort of worked out. Uh, you know, beating but the shit out of another fifteen point four million. Beating the shit out of Ant Man, that's for sure. You know what I mean, and not oh, yeah. not succumbing to that Marvel whatever. That's yeah, this right, is a yeah, good it's, thing. It's got some staying power. Obviously, it has better word of mouth than yeah. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Like Creed Three is a movie where I'm still actively trying to get to the theater to see it. Like, yes. I have not given up and like, oh, I'll just stream it. I do want to see it. Although I'm pissed off because I did want to see it in IMAX, and I know I slept on it. it's my own fault. They got that fucking Shazam in there now in the what? IMAX. Yeah, dude. What? Yeah. Yep. So you get to see that 21-year-old get bigger <laughs> in, in, in IMAX. You can see That's all the right. hair follicles just right here. Like, really, really clear. You can see him signing his name to get fucking insurance on a rental car. Uh, <laughs> you look really closely. Uh, number two, man, rocking and rolling. Scream 6, still uh, doing great. And it's week two, 17.5 million, which is only like a 60% fall for. And for horror, I mean, that's that's really solid, man. So still chugging it's along. It's very, very solid. Very good for the Scream franchise in general. And, you know, I pat ourselves on the back a little bit. Yeah. There's references to We Ate Movies in that movie is the reason it's doing well. Oh, it's yes. That's the, exactly it. That's the reason. <laughs> it's the WHM difference if you are a film the producer. And, and I know you are uh, watching. <laughs> that. That's, this is what's happening. This is what happens when you when you play ball with We Hate Movies. It's magic. We got this like magic <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ephemeral quality yeah. that oh, you just yeah. can't find everywhere. No, mm -hmm. you can't find it everywhere. That's that's for sure. Uh, and I'm, you know, seven, now keep in mind, all right, 17.5 million. Second week, okay. 
Now we're going to get to the number one, which uh, of course was, uh, where are we? This guy here. Oh, there you go. Sam Fury of the Gods. I was, uh, but, I was yeah. hoping this would not land at number one. I thought it would be really fun if it didn't. It would have been super fun if it didn't. But I mean, it almost didn't, dude. $30.5 million for a superhero movie. Oh, and we we, uh, we should say that what put it over the edge was Andrew, uh, Chris, and I saw it yes. separately. Uh, and Chris isn't here because he was fired from the show in disgrace. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's been he's been sacked. He's been taken care of. And that's just how it's going to be. Yeah, from now on. You'll read in the trades later this week why that happened. It's and it's yeah. going to get gross. Hollywood reporters got a two page story. Exclusive well, coming you know what? <laughs> I say we just break it here, dude. The reason he was fired from the show mm-hmm. is because he predicted that this was going to be a hundred million dollar <laughs> for this movie, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I can't fucking tolerate that kind of ignorance to motion picture. <laughs> he dro- this is how much he believed this, folks. He yeah, drove maybe- to Atlantic City with all the Patreon money, <laughs> and put it all right on there. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. I mean, on you got to clean house after something like that. <laughs> you do. You just really you can't trust someone after something like that. I can't trust him. I can't even look at him anymore. <laughs> No, he's just not here today. We love him. <laughs> we do. He's, we love the guy. He's, he's, he's all right. No, he's going to be back. Don't worry. Every time you fucking take an ep- a week off like a human being should, yeah. we the, these jackals jump on you. And I started it, so it's my fault. <laughs> but, man, I mean, we'll we'll talk about it more when we talk about it. But Jesus, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. uh, that that movie. Um, but we do have something I wanted to, uh, to react to today. We haven't had a... A, uh, a time in a couple weeks, I feel, to chat through some coming attractions. Yeah, but I got one that I wanted us to check out because I it can go either way. I'm on the fence, but I'm curious about it. We'll talk about it in this uh, segment that we uh, aptly titled "Trailer Segment." Now, of course. After the fucking DC fiasco, which I feel like right. put some fucking blame on Shazam for that, too. Why not? I don't yep. even think we watched the trailer, but, you know, to blame that movie. Uh, Fuck you, we're, Shazam. <laughs> we're not going to put uh, the trailer on screen anymore. We're just going to we've linked to it here in our show notes and we're just going to watch it like together, like, uh, you know, sort of like we're doing a commentary remotely here. Um, but this way, you know, no, the audio doesn't get shut down. The stream don't get shut down. Uh, but this is. Um, New film from IFC Paint with Owen Wilson, uh, the new... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's it's a fake Bob Ross movie. That's actually... It's a little too... We could just get into it where we watch it, but uh, I'll save my thoughts for then. Uh, So, fellas, are you synced up there with your trailers? I am, and I'm watching watching an ad right now, and then... Excellent. (laughs) You got to watch an ad before you can watch an ad. There it is. I have it ready to roll. All right, cool. Good to go. Uh, Three, two, one... Go. Like I said, this is from our friends at IFC. Love those guys. Oh, oh wow, oh wow. Oh, wow. I'm painting. You it's, know, if I if I was using an Indian paintbrush, it'd be my friend Wes Anderson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, I forgot. The problem oh, with this is it's yeah. so Bob Ross that yeah. it's distracting, and it's like just call it the Bob Ross story and make it funny. Or yes, yeah, you can't do the full thing. You it can't do the full seems, thing. It seems like it should be broader. You know what I mean? Like this right. should have Will Ferrell in it somewhere. I, dude, that's my my vibe of this was like, where is Ron Burgundy? Yes. 
Um, but it, but it seems like they're doing a dramedy thing, which is, I mean, it's interesting. It but is it's, interesting. And it's a fascinating um, subject to traverse, yeah. but it's just, it's just Bob Ross. Yeah. And it, also, exactly. I mean, like the, the new, like sexy uh, paint host comes <laughs> in, you know what I mean? Like, that's very Anchorman, right? <laughs> yes. That was Christina Applegate's character. Right. That like didn't happen to Bob Ross. Like Bob Ross just stayed on the air for fucking sixty years. Yeah, I mean, so that's if you're not making the yeah. Bob Ross story, you're just kind of making a ninety-minute, like, physical, like a, a like a visual gag, rather. Yeah. Yes. And and that's uh, like I don't know, like it's not a knock to the movie. We haven't seen it or anything. It just it's very weird. And exactly. then it's like, it's like, you know, then I have to think, well, could you not get rights? Is it like uh, that fucking Andre 3000 Jimi Hendrix movie where they didn't have the oh, music God. rights? A real Janie Jimplin situation? <laughs> that's where I was going. Yep. Sorry, Steve. I no, no, like that's these, the right. period here is kind of fun, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's got this lo-fi indie kind of yes. thing to it that is interesting uh not sorely missed but missed you know what i yeah, mean like it, yeah. yeah so i'm curious to see what they do with it but again it, it seems a weird mishmash of broad and indie uh, yeah this this gag uh that we just saw of him like driving around stealing newspapers I, like mm -hmm. if it gets really fucking wacky like that like here's the thing i want this more Anchorman than let's say the Skeleton Twins if anybody remembers I, that I, I do actually uh, yeah um, I remember this Bill Hader yeah. Kristen Kristen Wiig movie uh, which was like kind of a comedy but way more of a dramedy on the indie side so I you know I don't know uh, consider me intrigued uh, this is for, written directed by Britt McAdams which opens from IFC now uh, my my box office thing was saying that it's going to be a, a wide release on four seven. Um, so as to the definition of wide for a movie like this, it's obviously not Shazam or Scream wide, mm. but um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll the see. definitions for wide are very vague these days. I mean, it could be projected <laughs> on my back and be called wide. <laughs> well, yeah. It's a yeah, wide like load. <laughs> Classic wide guy, Eric Siska, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll get, we'll get into uh, what we've been seeing on screen. Uh, Steve, so you and I saw this. Eric, you dodged it. Good well, for yeah. you. Because, well, well, first, I don't know. Did we say we were all going to go see it? I don't think so. No. And you guys just got Shazam nope. up your, you got, ooh. <laughs> it, it, you know, literally yesterday, like we were, we canceled some plans. Like I'm not in the mood for that. And I had the data myself. I'm like, I guess I'll do something for the show <laughs> kind of a thing. Sure, like I didn't, yeah. I didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, and I was like, sure. this is fine. I rushed to, it was like literally like a, rush to the Alamo. I get there. And uh -huh. I, which I think is interesting for this movie. It's full of kids. And I'm sitting next to like a fucking nine year old kid at the Alamo. A, you're drinking a six pack of beer probably, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, that's what, that was my plan. So like I get there and I was, I was like, oh, I'll pick the one all the way in the back, the seat all the way in the back. And I'm like, yeah. can I just, I went to the service. Like, can I move down there where no one is? And I'm not sitting next to this entire family. And she's like, yeah, reluctantly said yes. And then I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I turned into Garfield the cat. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> with beer and pizza. You know, um, uh, yeah. uh, just a quick digression. The the one of these regals that are closing down near me were supposedly closing down. Uh -huh. They're serving beer now. So I thought oh. that was interesting. I didn't yes. see that coming. The Regal uh down on the Lower East Side, the Regal Essex Crossing. Uh Steve and I saw Inishir in there, and they got a little like 
it's not a great bar, but no. look, there's fucking beer coming out of a tap, man, that goes into a cup and then into my belly. So it's <laughs> pretty nice. Yes. Uh, Regal so, is, please go ahead on the Regal is getting out. into the uh, tell me what you want me to fuck uh, right. category. Yep. We'll so, do absolutely. anything. We'll do anything. Yeah. And I, I want you to fuck a keg of beer and <laughs> yeah. put it in your movie. Thing. That's what that's all I, I want. Tall boy for 65 is awesome. Yeah, you can uh, actually in the one they're toying with this in the Union Square location. You might be able to shoot up in the bathrooms. Oh, uh, just, nice. I like nice. that little flavor of old New York, folks. <laughs> oh, Steve, that was a good like 1987 Letterman joke. Kind mm-hmm. of. Like that's not, not too <laughs> bad. Yeah, there we go. I will say, man, I did not see this uh, at an Alamo. I saw, I had a little movie day yesterday. <laughs> like I just went to the movies. Uh, oh, excellent throw and break. You should have done the fucking glass break effect. I don't you? have it set up. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did a little triple feature uh, and this was right in the middle of it. And, um, you know, I had like these guys with me. So you better believe it was fucking munchy lunchy time. <laughs> Cut to me in the previews of this. Thank God I was up in the balcony. So yeah. I wasn't around anybody. I mean, and frankly, not a lot of people showing up to this movie. So I was kind of free and clear. But, dude, it was a big box of mozzarella yeah, sticks. Oh, yeah. just fucking get at it. it. Uh, yeah. So the movie itself, uh, not yeah. just the concessions. Um, I will I'll start this just for a quick recap here. And obviously no spoilers. But um, I was stunned, Steve, that I didn't hate this movie as like I thought I was going to hate. I didn't hate it. It's not good. Yes. But I didn't hate it. Did you guys see sense. the first one? No. Yeah. I turned the first one off because I was just not in the mood for it, yeah. uh, which is kind of which is the sure. better one. Was what yeah. I, and I, like I, the this first one's probably better, right? Or is yes, it not? It, well, I don't here's know. The, here's the thing. I will say, I mean, I did see all of the first one. I couldn't tell you a lick about it. I think I fell asleep towards the end. Um, sure. Chris Cabin and I went and saw that one in theaters, and um, oh, some guy came over like 20 minutes into the movie uh-huh. and demanded we move because we were in his seat. Oh, wow. Jesus, y- dude. Your, your, uh, which did not help your feelings about a side. No, well, the thing life. is, it's just, I think it was already Shazam at that point And you're asking me to move. <laughs> dude. Yeah. If, if he's the superhero, by the time you're finding the seats, fuck you assholes. Sit someplace else. Yeah. yeah I, I also shouldn't be seating you. That's on the theater. I kind of didn't turn it off in malice. The first one, it was like, it was the middle of the pandemic watch. And I was like, am I in the mood for this? And I absolutely wasn't. So that was just, it had nothing to do with the movie at all. I think just the kind of the, the, the biggest difference is this movie, Fury of the Gods, is in a lot of ways, not as family friendly, Mm. which perked me back up because like, I really thought there was just, it was too much kid shit in that first movie. But the weird thing about this movie is like, it doesn't, mesh the two together well so it's like baby shit and then like a fucking horrendous murder yeah (laughs) baby shit really scary monsters so like it's it's a weird vibe that the movie is putting out it's interesting more of that actually yeah. I just like the movie because I uh, because Zachary Levi. I think that character is a it's an embarrassing performance for him at this point. Yeah, like he's like I'm just a little kid and old man Gee Willikers, and then they cut to this other actor who's not doing that at all, and I'm like, well, why nope. are you talking like that? You're the same guy, right? <laughs> like, yes. that's a great point. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. And, it and just, that's dude. It was so disparate during this movie that I was. I mean, and again. You know, the whole mm-hmm. day. But I was like, so wait, man, 
when Billy Batson becomes Captain Marvel, that's like a different person inside of him, I no. guess, because they're so fucking yeah. different. How did the fucking crew not be like, hey, one of you has to come closer to the other one. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and it's just, it, and like, I mean, I think that like a lot of, there's way too many Shazams. There's six of them. You need to pare that down to three. You know what I mean? And I know it's yeah. about diversity and I think that's a great idea, but in the, I didn't see the last movie. The move is just, you have the top three, your Billy Batson, your Freddie Freeman and Mary Marvel. Diversify one, one to three of those. All three, uh-huh. can, you know what I mean? And like, then you yeah. don't need six. And then like, actually these characters can have arcs. And I mean, I think the Freddie Freeman arc was pretty, what I, what I liked about this movie, why it was a two star as opposed to one and one and a half, like Black Adam and Ant- Ant-Man were. Sure. It, the story's really clean. It's really like, it has a beginning, a middle and an end and characters go through progressions. Like I want this thing. And then at the end he gets it. And like, yeah. that's kind of great. And it, 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 in a small world of, in an incredibly low bar of superhero movies where we're at, like the idea that people have wants and desires and those are fulfilled within a two and a half hour place yeah. is kind of where I'm at with superhero movies. Like, thank you for giving me that at least. Totally. Like the little kid with the crutch just wants confidence. Yes. And by the end of the movie, he has it. Yes. Thank and you. he's fucking going to go on to date the girl from West Side Story. Like, ain't that right. grand? But you does, know? question, does Shazam in this sequel, does he battle uh, the most real danger in the world that according to Zachary Levi, which is mm. Pfizer? Right? <laughs> does he, does he, does he take down the, um, uh, he the takes down the a vaccine? bunch of like, no, there's a bunch of like cool Ray Harryhausen monsters at one point, which like, then again, you know, just when the movie was losing me, I was like, Kind of cool. Did it, uh, Pfizer made those monsters in a laboratory? I think, according to Shazam's <laughs> Twitter, I have it right here yep. it on mm-hmm. the screen. I think, uh, and like you know, like it's got a Mount Rushmore, which makes it kind of an episode. It's a Mount Rushmore of the worst product placement I've ever seen in a, like the most Oof. egregious product yeah. placement. We show the product, we use the product to dispatch a villain, and then we say the tagline for the product twice dude that's and one bad. of the is it do the do those, it's no the skittles and she says taste the rainbow yeah. and then she says taste the rainbow motherfucker but it's cut off by a the motherfucker Mother- cut off by whatever yeah yeah and that dude i realized too because the other thing about that first shazam uh it's only like a family of shazams kind of toward the end of the movie like yes. that's the the deus ex oh fuck like zachary levi needs help now you're all shazams go fucking <laughs> defeat Mark Strong, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this movie, like, they're all over the fucking place, which really, like, it's just too it's, much. It I, I kind of lost where I was going with that, but, no, like, it's, it's just, it's way too much of it. And, like, you know, in the first scene where they're all doing Shazam stuff, I'm like, there's no differentiation between any of these kids. And then, like, you know, later on, like, the Asian kid totally disappears. You have yep. the other kid, uh, who winds up being gay in a really nice little scene, but he has nothing to do. Like Mary Marvel has nothing to do. The little girl has the little, uh, does the product oh. placement and that is it. You know the what little, I mean? Like, the little girl. That's, that's what yes. uh, I was going to harp on. It is. So again, the, the point I was making was like, they're not <laughs> the adult version, like all the Shazams at the end of that yeah. first movie. Like they're not long for the movie in this movie, especially like the first two acts, we are Shazamming yes. hard. And like, that woman that yes. has to act like a little girl, but she's like this gorgeous adult. Like, 
it's a weird, she kind of just like comes off like she's high the whole time. <laughs> Cause she's like trying to play it with this like sense of like, you know, childish wonder, yeah. you know, but it's like, Oh, Skittles. And it's <laughs> fucking, it is so unintentionally fucking hilarious. Like, well, I mean, it, uh, an improv note I got really early on from uh, Anthony Tamanik was he stopped a scene. Somebody else was doing it. Someone was playing a little kid. And he's like, listen, everybody, anytime you as an adult play a little kid, it's fucking creepy. And that stuck with me always. And yeah. it's, it goes for Zachary Levi. It goes for that character specifically. Yep. Uh, what do you call it there? Adam, what's his name? Brody. Adam, Adam Brody isn't doing it that much, which is kind of good. He's just being like kind of a teen, like, like, oh, because, I think that I'm well, finally hot kind of a dude. Because, you know? and this is a great note from Levi and other kid. Adam Brody and the kid yes. playing young little kid, whatever his name is, those performances are way closer together because Adam Brody is a is an actor who has like a thing. Like it's not a gimmick. He yeah. just has a certain personality that's yeah. easily mimicked. And the the direction yes. for the kid is kind of try to do an impression of Adam. Yes. And it fucking works. <laughs> it's way better. And meanwhile, again, the star of your movie, the bubblegum chewing motherfucker that was the only one on that first poster is just so far off from what the other kid is He's doing. doing baby Deadpool and it's gross. It's gross to watch a hulking man be baby Deadpool. OG Willikers. <laughs> yeah. Here's isn't like a break in the third wall talking about the event. We're talking about this movie too much, but was, yeah. was Helen Mirren a baby too? Or no, no, Helen Mirren's okay. She's debasing She's, herself for sure. Sure, but I, you know, not any more or less than she does in Hobbs and Shaw or those fat. I mean, it's just like it's Helen Mirren showing up in a place that feels like Helen Mirren shouldn't shouldn't <laughs> right. dare yeah. walk. <laughs> yes, you know? I mean, and, and Lucy Liu goes full on Rita Repulsa in this movie, which you never want to do. But I, at the same time, man, she's in like a Xena costume riding that dragon. And maybe it was the cannabis talking. But again, sure. I was like, that's working. That it's, right there. This It's like a decently rendered dragon, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, that worked. Here's the thing. And I know yeah. Chris hated this more than we did, which is a good thing. I still I'm still earmarking this. It's in like it's in pencil for next sure. year. It's in pencil for next year. Yeah. Big time. Um, another one here uh, that Eric will we'll get you into the conversation. Here. Let's move on. Shazam. Whatever. You, we may see you in January. 65. You and I both saw this was yes. uh, three. This was my third of the triple feature. So uh, <laughs> it's a movie. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an o very OK movie. What I like about it and why i think it's yeah. worth supporting um is it's a simple simple genre uh movie just yep. totally nuts and bo bolts you know just a little simple story 93 minutes long about a guy fighting dinosaurs yep so it's it, i think it's serviceable but i don't yeah. think it's good but i think it's a good <laughs> enough time if that makes I sense think, yeah no and that's kind of how i feel about it too like get a bunch of buds together mm. and go see it. I, you know, that would be fun in the theater. I mean, I think Steve, if you're home looking for that stream in a couple of weeks, like yeah. you and Jen would have fun with it. Like get a couple yeah. cocktails, sure. know that it's going to be stupid. Oh yeah. It's stupid. You know, and, but and at the same time, it's also cool seeing Adam driver being something so dumb. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, not I don't know. It's just like simple. You yeah. know, it, it seems like you know. Again, much like uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, a place where Helen Mirren dare not, you know, dare not walk. 
Adam Driver, I know Star Wars, but like this ain't Star Wars, uh, you know, and this ain't Noah Baumbach. It's, right. it's like a weird, it's, very it's weird. weird seeing him in this. It's like a canon movie somehow got out of the 80s, but is now a higher yes. budget and like sexless. But yeah, it's still, it's yeah. got that weird vibe of here's a big star doing a dumb fast shitty movie yep yeah <laughs> i kind of like that I, i'm here's my in and out yeah here's a question for the two of you yeah on a scale of one to ten what are we talking dino violence wise because that's really gonna sway whether or not i watch this movie you know it could have been more honestly it was mm. i would rate it at like four and a half mm. maybe mm. i i'd go higher than that i mean not a ton maybe like yeah. a six the beef is i, I had a couple of like it doesn't matter because, again, Eric, I mean, that is the best way to describe this. It's a canon movie that crawled its way out of the 80s yeah. and is now in theaters, which is great. Don't yes, get me wrong. Yes, we need more of these. So but go, like, go see yeah, it as go it see it. <laughs> exactly. Go see it as the fucking asteroid comes down and destroys <laughs> box office revenue. But remember, we told you it's not that good. It's whatever. <laughs> but go see it, please. Not go see it. Just be rude in the theater. Yeah. I, you know, actually, here's something. I mean, it was an afternoon in its second weekend uh, uh, at a big multiplex in Manhattan that had a lot of other stuff playing, my theater was kind of full for 65. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. I saw it at a sort of a big multiplex. There was lines of people for the concessions. I was like, holy shit, okay, there might be people at this movie. Zero people saw it with me. It was me and my <laughs> wife. We watched 65 all by ourselves. Wow, private screening. That's yes. kind of cool. Yeah. It's always my dream to have that happen and somebody fucks it up. You know, I, funny. I'm so lucky. I feel you. I feel I've got the hot streak. I've seen like, I think like the last three or four movies I've seen in theaters has been literally no one else but me. Oh. Like, Oh, and like that, like no one. Yeah. yeah. No one. Oh, I like that, man. Um, the biggest problems with the movie are, well, the the biggest problem is the the girl that he's sidled with for the movie is like, uh, so, and this isn't a spoiler. They're gleep glops, by the way. Yeah, I think that's in the trailer or something. Mm -hmm. But like, he is a, he's basically like a bus driver transporting a bunch of fucking. Uh, frozen in animation people to their next destination or some shit and they hit an asteroid and, and crash so like here's this girl and she's some other gleep glop or something and they don't speak the same language and he's like oh no the translator's broken and then like <laughs> yeah. even though the I'm rest speaking English and also saying stuff in the metric system I thought that was fun too. oh yes dude the, uh, that was another thing I was going to bring up there's one point where it's like where you need to go to finish the movie is 15 kilometers away. And I was like, aren't you a fucking alien? What is <laughs> on, we gotta, we gotta traverse these kilometers. Oh, and, the <laughs> and then she's speaking like, maybe, I don't know. Is that a real, if, if English is a real language, why not have this girl's language be real? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know, but the, the thing that's annoying is he's like, well, I guess we're going to have to find some way to communicate. And like so much of this movie is them not talking to each other, mm. misunderstandings um. or like a cute scene where like she teaches him a word in her language and, and then he understands it in his. And I'm like, I bought a ticket for fucking dino mania. Yeah. And I don't, <laughs> but also it like because they can't, bit, yeah. they can't talk to each other. So it's just not interesting. Yeah. You're, yes. you're literally waiting around for the dino attacks because they can't communicate so they're not really having scenes together that's just it's a big fucking mistake and this yeah. girl looks like she's a good enough actor i mean give her some actual dialogue 
Huge mistake. And then also, like, for 97 minutes, we do take a little bit of time getting to those dinosaurs, man. And mm. yeah, yeah, it's was, it was getting a little antsy. Yes, but yes, I agree with you. Yeah, we took a, there could have been a little more dino action. Yeah, uh, totally. Andrew, you said it was a uh, it was, he's a bus driver for a bunch of people that's stuck in uh, suspended animation. Is he a yeah. bus driver on the Upper West Side by any <laughs> chance? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think you, can't, you have to be 65 to enter the Upper West Side. <laughs> well, I'll say really quickly, because um, we got to start wrapping up uh, in a little bit anyway, but I will say really quickly, speaking of the Upper West Side, it is where I spent my entire day yesterday, including what I started my morning with, just me and Defoe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I hadn't even seen, I haven't seen a thing about this movie. No. Or maybe I forgot about it. So what is this movie? Andrew? I've only seen the poster, which looks like oh. he's walking on water. Oh, I'm back to my Jesus day. Oh, it's <laughs> Jesus part two. We're making, all this, making all this wine. Now. <laughs> um, no, it's a, uh, so it's a movie in, in limited release, so it's just, uh, you know, it's probably a, a New York, L.A. and, like, big market situation. Because um, I think it was on, what is the notes here? Check the show notes. So just over 350 screens. So not like a strict New York, L.A., but just a limited release. Um, and it is a fucking one-hander, man. Defoe is the only person, really, in this movie. And it's about, uh, he's like a um, high-end, like, art thief guy. Mm. And he gets like helicopter dropped into like the, the, you know, roof deck of this swank ass apartment where he is to do like an in and out, steal these three paintings and, and, you know, get back out to the chopper. And what happens is the security system in this apartment like malfunctions. Uh, there's like a hacker on the other end. It's like the only person he really communicates with in the movie, like at the beginning. And he's like, oh, no, I'm getting locked out, blah, blah, blah. And Defoe gets locked down inside this apartment Ooh. that because it's got so much like art in it and whatever is like a total high stakes prison lockdown. So like he can't get out of this apartment. And the owner is like on the other side of the world doing business on a tour or something. Not coming back anytime soon. That's uh, cool. Is yeah, the, was the owner LeBron James like in that house party movie? Is that what's going? Oh no, I'm stealing LeBron's priceless art. Uh oh, hey LeBron, you got to get some security, man. This is the third house of yours getting burgled. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that that part of the new house party movie. How, did you see that? Is, no, I did not. I, no, I didn't see it. But, it's yeah. on. It's on HBO Max, and I've kind of like been dancing around. <laughs> Same, it, but, because yeah, I'm curious because I really like the original movie. Yes. Um, I, there's no way can live up to it of course no but. no i'm sure not is inside like a thriller or is it like is it good so i mean <laughs> so i'll just bring up the poster again really quickly like here's why it's real good you see defoe like just go fucking crazy like it's an incredible performance okay like it starts off as a thriller and not to give too much away but like it's just a descent into madness with willem defoe at the helm i like this yeah that's yeah. it that's I'm, the movie. I'm definitely watching this at some point. Yeah. Is, does, um, he, does he do the um, uh, risky business uh, slide down the hallway in his underwear? <laughs> there. Well, it's 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 not 
full uh, hog, just, full hog. It's, it's not me full hog. <laughs> no full, no full hog. But uh, we got there is a pop music thing. I'm not going to spoil it. It's fucking hilarious. So there is kind of that, Steve, but not with uh, take those old oh. records off the shelf oh, or yeah. anything like that. <laughs> uh, but it's that Defoe defecation. Uh oh, yeah, yeah. I gotta take a shit in this apartment. <laughs> The fecal like, matter. <laughs> Dude, it's it is a wild, wild ride for Defoe. And you know, it's like an hour and 43 minutes. It could have maybe been 90, but I sure. will I will give it that cushion because of the um the descent into madness requires a little bit of time for some other pretty cool uh visuals and whatnot. So if I I don't know if Focus plans on expanding this at any point, um, you know. But if you see this movie out and about at a theater, this is the kind of weird shit you want to support at theaters or, you know, stream it if it comes up soon. Wild ass uh, Defoe performance. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was our week at the movies, folks. A lot of good stuff. I don't know. We want to support going to the cinemas, even if it's... (laughs) Bad dinosaurs or Bob Ross paint movies. Absolutely. We also (laughs) want to support going to the comedy clubs, folks. Let's have a laugh. Dude, that is right here. Uh, 518, we're going to be at Cobb's Comedy Club. Very, uh, very gorgeous historic venue in the great city of San Francisco. Talking Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. That's uh, another Lemoy Lemoy direct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. You can do it. I can do it. Can you not do it, dude? No, not oh, really. Right. Well, you, sort go. of. No, you got it. You, you got it. You, you're literally doing it. But yeah, right. a little, I mean, he's the a little, the fingers oh. a little crooked, you know. It's a little well, crooked. That, that, that's actually a curse in my language. <laughs> Fuck you, too. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'll have to very, tell my dead grandmother about that slur. Two in the pink and one in the... Anyway. <laughs> No, I think that's just like Vulcans can suffer from osteoporosis too. <laughs> Are you getting older as a Vulcan? Has your ha- have, can you not live long and prosper the same anymore? <laughs> oh man, and we are going to be searching for peace and long life in Los Angeles on five twenty two. Yeah, uh, we're back at the historic Hollywood Improv. Love that fucking club, man. Uh, talking twins, uh, Arnold, Danny DeVito. You know, I mean, you just know. Eric's going to be fucking filthy. Of course, because uh, it's another, this is another classic movie where it's just like, Danny, I cannot believe our comes are together and we are twins. Like, what happened? That movie goes, it's been a really long time, but it goes in really weird directions where I think that there's like genetic engineering going on oh, and like nice. Arnold might even be a super soldier. I think. <laughs> oh, Tell wow. me I'm wrong. Oh, no. I don't Dr. Mangala made me in the lab down in Brazil. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I uh, yeah I don't remember that Steve but it's entirely on the table man it's been I could a have long dreamed it, time yeah. mm-hmm. I will say that's it's on the table because Danny DeVito also has like a scumbag ponytail in the movie so anything is possible yes. uh, and then six fifteen we just announced this two day June the fifteenth we're participating in a, a New Jersey Pride event it's gonna be fucking awesome uh, at the State Theater New Jersey we're going to be doing a live taping of We Love Movies all about Mike Nichols the Birdcage this will also be if I'm not mistaken. Our return into talking about Robin Williams movies. Yes, Yes. it will Uh, be, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's also completely for charity. So all the money is going to go to the New Jersey Pride Organization or whatever it is. It's a theater. It's just the theater. The theater who does do programs for LGBTQ youth. 
That's there's right. never been a better time in this rotten country's history to support <laughs> LGBTQ youth Absolutely. Uh, with That's all these right. fucking monsters uh, attacking them left and right. That is right. So this is going to be a lot of fucking fun. You know, like they approached us to do this and it was like trying to figure out the movie. And it's like, let's just do a we love movies, yeah, man. Totally. Let's do a fucking fun movie. Let's have some fun at the theater. Uh, that's going to be great talking about that movie. Been a long time. So all of that, uh, of course, over at uh, WHMpodcast.com. I'm trying to find my my banners here. Whoops. There we go. Uh, there it is. WHMpodcast.com slash tour. Because I'm just going to say it anyway, but I had to find that graphic scroll. Uh, it's a nice looking graphic <laughs> scroll. Oh, thanks, man. And if you're listening on audio, you're missing out on the graphic scroll. <laughs> Go to YouTube.com slash We Hate Movies and click right. live to see all the assortment of on-screen lives we've been doing lately. That's right. Uh, so uh, big week here uh, on the show. As always, WHM Land filled with stuff. We had so much stuff. We had to kick off the content week yesterday. We dropped the John Wickmentary, uh, sinkable commentary, uh, improvised commentary, of course, all about that first great Chad Stahalski movie, John Wick. A lot of Defoe talk, a lot of oh yeah, speaking Reddick of Defoe before yep. he passed away. Uh, That's right. Yes, he, he is in the movie. It. Yes, he is in the movie. We, we, we sing his praises. Of course uh, we do. Yeah. Well, why would you not? Um, yeah, we actually we literally recorded that uh, the night before everybody found out that he passed away. Um, so shit fucking timing there, but he's great in those movies. He was great in everything that he touched. Um, so yeah, you don't want to miss that commentary. That's on Patreon, of course, uh, patreon.com slash we hate movies. Uh, but Tuesday uh, on our, our free feed, the main feed, uh, the show rolls on. Listener request month continues with, I, you know, I'm going to leave here and go edit this for the rest of the day. Hard rain. We had a lot of fun talking about this one. Um, oh yeah, big uh, big bounce back from <laughs> from fucking equilibrium, man. I was delighted to talk about hard rain. <laughs> it's a fun wet time, folks. Absolutely, yeah. and real uh, mean Morgan Freeman, which I enjoy to watch. Yeah, real mean bastard Morgan Freeman. Absolutely. Um, and then back over on Patreon, we're we're in the thick of it now, folks. It'll be week four. Mm. The Mandalorian half hours recap of The Mandalorian season three. See, uh, we'll see what's going on on that show. Well, mm-hmm. Who knows how much Mando is going to be in this this week? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it's about half over, so we'll see. That's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Friday, we're going to round it out with the uh, patron requested episode of our cartoon recap show, Animation Damnation, all about a real dog. <laughs> Ugly um, American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's okay to like play. the cartoon, folks, but hey, sure is. if you want to hear us take the piss and <laughs> shit out of it, <laughs> scoop its asshole out, uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash we have movies. There it is. Apologies uh, that, in, in advance to ugly heads, but yeah, it's, it gets pretty, pretty mean. Yeah. Uh, but that is going to do it for On Screen Live this week, folks. As always, be sure to uh, like this video, subscribe to the We Hate Movies YouTube channel, set them notifications so you don't miss a second of live content and other posted videos that we do here every week, all throughout the week. New stuff goes up all the time. Uh, so you don't want to miss that. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it. Any, anything else, folks? Anything else on your mind, Steve? No, you know, Chris, we, we yeah. love Chris Cabin. I just want to put that out. There. We, we love just, Chris Cabin. That's there fine. you go. Yes, he's currently back in 65 million BC fighting dinosaurs. (laughs) That's right. But he'll be back soon. That is right. Uh, (laughs) All right, gang. Have a good week. Uh, We'll see you back here at noon Eastern uh, next Monday. Until then, I've been Andrew Jupin. Steven Sada. Eric Siska. Adios, folks. Bye-bye. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.